This is Pat Soundbites Unplugged. Unplugged. The podcast where all the artists go to tell it as it is. Careers, music, tours, and more. And here's your host, the man that refuses to eat squid, Pat Calamari. Well, hello everyone and welcome podcasters. Pat Calamari here. Recouping from a wonderful, wonderful show last night at Daryl's House Club in Pauling, New York. Seeing Foghat, well, probably for, seen Foghat numerous times, but they just were insane. What a great performance last night. And a fun, fun time with a live interview with Roger Earl and uh, Brian Bassett backstage before the show. I got to introduce the band. Foghat's been touring forever. I mean, these guys have always put on a great show. But last night, in such an intimate setting on a Sunday night, oh my, they rocked the place. The crowd was so into it. You can just feel the exuberance and the energy. And uh, they actually recorded that show last night and going to come out with a DVD in the uh, Foghat Live from Daryl's house. So I I can't wait for that to pop out and get done and be released and uh, having them come back. I mean, you could just, it was just insane, hard to explain. I've never seen a bad show at Daryl's house, but last night for a Sunday night, that was, that was really cool. I got to announce them. They uh, had me announce that the band will meet them, meet anybody in the bar after the performance, take a picture, sign autographs. Just a fun, fun group to hang with. I can't thank Roger's wife, Linda, enough, and Rose, part of the uh, management team, and Roger for his time. I don't think I laughed so much in my life. He had me in stitches, as you will hear in the interview. And uh, Brian Bassett, the uh, lead guitarist, and Brian, just an underrated guitar player, just a tremendous talent. And he's also a producer, and he's also part played a major role in Earl and the Agitators in these Shaken and Stirred album. And uh, hopefully they have more of these little projects that pop up. Just love that album. Love what they do. And uh, hopefully I asked Brian, maybe I can get an interview with Brian. Brian does a lot of uh, production and uh, producing work. So uh, just a super guy to talk to. We just laughed so much last night. It was such a good, good time. So sit back and enjoy and listen to this crazy chat with the incredible Roger Earl. It's Roger Earl of Foghat, and you're listening to Pat's Soundbites Unplugged. Hey, live on the Pat Kim backstage at Daryl's house. You got to be here tonight. Fog hat in the house here. Hi! Hey! <laughs> Charlie, Brian, Roger, Earl, Roger. Where's Rodney? I don't know. Rodney, uh, Rodney's bugging around here too. Rodney? Uh, Rodney's bugging up. Okay. He's probably having a beer or something. Is he? Yeah, maybe. You guys are constantly on the road. Yeah. What's the secret behind the longevity, Roger? Uh, 40 not, something years. Well, well, not being six foot under and pushing the daisies up. That's That's the secret. Don't die. Keep going. Right? Keep going, yeah. There you go. Uh, that's no bucket list. Um, no bucket list. Uh, no, the secret is, you know, rock and roll keeps you young. So. Now, mind you, I don't mind taking a nap now. So. <laughs> 
in about two more minutes here. Yeah, yeah. Who inspired you to get involved with the drums? How did it all start with you in the beginning? Where did this come from? Mom, dad, family? Uh, well, actually, my dad uh, was a piano player. And uh, he, he, that wasn't his day job. He would go out and sort of moonlight as a piano player at the various pubs around southwest London. And uh, there was always music in our house. We always had the radio on or the record player. And uh, Dad would, when we got family get-togethers, there would always be a singer. So my mother used to sing as well. And uh, my older brother, Colin, four years older than me, he was in Mungo Jerry. Okay. And uh, he played piano. I thought about playing piano at first, but... <laughs> You know, you've got, you've got keys and things that you have to find. I can actually play a 12 bar in the key of C rather badly, but um, other than that, no, it's just music. Music is like, um, uh, without music, life would be a mistake. Oh boy, you ain't kidding there. Yeah, right, it would for me anyway. You know, I mean, I'd be <laughs> out of work. I mean, uh, I was a commercial artist for a while, but that was... Uh, it's horrible, it but I had to have a day job to pay for cymbals and drums because they're very expensive. <laughs> they, they give them to me now. Wow, look yeah. at that. And, I, and I'm always very polite. I say, thank you very much. There you go. And your products are the very, very best. Now, you were with Savoy Brown, and it was certainly an established, known band in the late 60s, early 70s. And you and Dave decided to get out of there and start this fog hat which is now 40-plus, going on almost 50 years. Whoa. Do you ever look back and say, hey, I made the right decision? Are we that old? That's scary, isn't it? Um, well, yeah, of course you made the right decision. Um, it was just time for a change. I think most musicians uh, are like that. You know, there, there comes a point when it's time for a change. Uh, but I'm not changing horses in the middle of this street. Uh, this is it. <laughs> now, that's not entirely true. We do have a couple of side think products that we're all sort of doing. Projects, not product, a project, a project, a project. Earl uh, and the Agitators, but that's another story. Oh, I'm not yeah, going to talk. I love oh, that. you've got it. It's a good record. I love it? that. I talked to Scott Hall. He's, we're going to get to that in a second. Oh, do you? Yeah. Do you get? You've been doing this for a while. Do you get any? Do you get nervous before you get on stage? Uh, yeah, I, I always get um, eager anticipation. Get little tingles as soon as you know Charlie strums a guitar and. And, and Brian, gets Brian, Brian does something, and then Rodney comes on stage to join us. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it works. Everything works. It's good fun, actually. Um, you know, normally we do this sort of thing for free, but don't tell anybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're killing me. I just had a great talk the other day with Carl Palmer, and I said to Carl, what do you do before the gig, before you get on stage? And one of the things he shared with me, he skips backstage, something to get the cardio going. So besides hitting the pad, I mean, is this your normal routine of no. getting ready? Or do you, do you pull out the Fogcat Cellar wine, or no, no, you stiff, or? <laughs> Don't get hurt now. No yoga. Please. A lot of stretching. <laughs> you feel better now? Yeah, I feel much better now. Now, I know at least one drummer who changes the configurations of the drum set each year. Who does? Uh, Michael Cardell. Card Card yeah, Cardell. Yeah, I can't even say his last name. Michael Cardellone from Leonard Skinner. Michael changes his configuration of his drum set every year just to keep him fresh and focused and, you know, just keep it going. Do you do anything different with your kit by tour or by show or anything? <clears throat> well, I have my own kit tonight, my uh, own drum kit, and I do that whenever we uh, do drive 
drive anywhere. But uh, when we're playing, you know, we do a lot of fly de- flying dates, so I have to use uh, the kits that um, are supplied by the backline companies. But they, uh, they're normally uh, terrific. They're all DWs to my specs. Um, I wouldn't want to change the way my drums are set up. That's fucked like, up. Do, like, that's that's fucked up. <laughs> no, fuck would do that. That's, that's like fucking backwards, isn't it? You know, why, why make things difficult? I'm just, I'm just asking. <laughs> what, is, what excites you most about the rock and roll music scene today? Is there anything uh, that you we're, we're still playing. <laughs> <laughs> that excites me a lot. I'm really glad to be playing still. One of my favorite Foghat covers besides the Foghat Live is the Fool for the City album and the story behind you there on 11th Avenue with the manhole looking like you're fishing <laughs> and the cops pull up and the guy says, do you got a fishing license? What yeah, right. Yeah. What that, was this? It. Well, that was it. We, it was one early one Sunday morning. Nick Jameson came up with the idea. When we were, he was our producer and bass player on the Fall for the City album. And uh, <clears throat> we get in there and uh, we pull up the manhole cover and start taking pictures. <laughs> and a couple hey, of New York's, do this. That's it. A couple of New York's finders come along and say, hey. And we go, oh, shit. So then it's like, um, well, you got a license? Fuck, we don't have a license to live up pack manhole covers, do we? So he said, you got a fishing license? They came out and they took some pictures of me, Carly. That me is cool. Yeah, New York, New York cops are the best. They're great. 42nd anniversary of this great live album. We're going to do some songs from that. I would hope so. Yeah. When you, when you think about it, what goes through your mind besides you're actually still playing Still kicking ass and taking names. Somebody said that this was. Did Warner Brothers want you to do a double album? Were they against it back in the day? Get, get back to the beginning. What goes through my mind? Yes. Not much. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I tried to remember to count to four. There you go. Uh, one, two, three. Four. He says with a look of surprise on his face. <laughs> <laughs> was this supposed to be a double yeah, album? Yeah, it was. But um, in fact, uh, we have the tape somewhere in uh, Warner Brothers' vault. Last time, uh, uh, Linda and I, our manager, were out in um, California, and we talked to them. We said, look, can we uh, find the other song? Because we back then we were playing at least an hour and a half or around 45 minutes. And what is there? There's like 45 minutes on there, yeah, right? Yeah, six songs, So right? we've got nearly an hour's worth of songs on there. And they said, well, no, you can't do that. I said, well, why not? They said, well, you know, we're not allowed. I said, well, why not? And they had no good reason. They have all our tapes down there that we have, uh, all the recordings from the blues show that we did in 1977 with Muddy Waters, John Lee Hooker, uh, Paul Butterfield, Johnny Winter, with us as the, as the house band. They won't let us down there. I was thinking of going down there, like, with a shotgun and stuff, and, like, you know, sort of saying, all right, take me down there now. But that that would be dangerous, wouldn't it? I'd probably get arrested or something. <laughs> they might want to lock yeah, me up. Yeah, I wouldn't represent uh, that. What about if I just threatened them with a you know metal drumstick? <laughs> would they lock me up for that? Yeah, I think they would. They would. Oh, they, I think they could take a joke. Twenty sixteen, you released this great album under the influence. I love the picture. A couple of Savoy Browns. I see my girl Dana Future's actually on it. Yeah, Dana's beautiful. Oh my wow, god, I love geez, Dana. What a talent. What a, Did you see her in the film, the Beatles film? No. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. She's Sadie? Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, she was fantastic. Over the universe or something. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. Wow. 
I well, met Dana here a few times. I met Dana at the Iridium down in the city. Just a sweetheart. Yeah, yeah she could join Foghat anytime she wants. She's great. And then you come up with this. I mean, Brian, this is this is incredible. Well, it's all Brian's fault. Is it Brian's fault? Yeah, yeah. Somebody said Brian came up with the name. He is did. that true? Uh, well, he was just uh, started on his second bottle of uh, <laughs> Cabernet Sauvignon, and he jumped up on the table. The table's no longer there. And uh, he declared Earl and the Agitators. Nice. Actually, it's all Brian's fault that record actually ever came about. So what are the chances that we get Scott and Tony that open up for you a lot more than that normally <coughs> occurs? The trouble is... Um, is it logistics? Yeah, well, the, 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 the Agitators get maybe... Uh, $200 or $300 a night, whereas Volcay gets a great deal more. Now, $200 or $300 might buy you a couple of sandwiches here, or it's not going to pay for your gas or even, well, not even a flight, is it? You know, so uh, there's, uh, there's issues like we can't, just can't afford to do it. But it could have been a Foghat album, right, for the most part. Well, well, actually, that's how it started. We were two or three songs short, and uh, Scott, myself, and of course Brian, the resident genius, got together instead of writing three we wrote 17 <laughs> <laughs> a lot of podcasts yeah, all yeah, one. Uh, uh, typical musicians and um uh, and then that came about and uh yeah i love where's the rock and roll i play that all the time isn't that a good record isn't it oh my god that, that, was, that was one of those songs that was recorded after we'd had a couple of drinks about three in the morning wasn't it mm-hmm. and we said hi now let's play one of these um, and then we added more in Nashville. Right, right. Excellent. Well, being an independent radio station here locally, I get to create my own playlist. Okay. So I'm always playing this, always throwing in this, always throwing in Foghat. Any new music, maybe down the road, whether it's with Earl and the Agitators or Foghat, to follow up with uh, the influence? My, Brian's Brian. got to speak. Brian? Well, you know, you never know. We have so many things uh, in the can, and uh, the, the Shaking and Stirred albums are on the agitators. We just had uh, so many songs laying around. I said, we need to do something with us to get them out there. Uh, we also went to Nashville. We uh, were the guinea pig band, Roger, myself, and Scott, for a good friend of ours, Tom Mix, who was attending recording engineering school at Dark Horse uh, Institute. Yeah. And so we went in, and we ended up writing three or four more songs. So we had literally like 17, 18 songs. And uh, we used several of them on uh, on the Foghat record, a couple of songs that uh, we wrote, but uh, we just decided, well, let's, let's give it a name. And uh, like Rod said, we were a couple glasses of wine into an evening. And, and, I'm, and, I'm, <laughs> and I, just, I just came out, Earl and the Agitators. I'm thinking, Roger, Earl, you know, Earl and the Agitators. And the funny thing is we decided to uh, name everybody in the band Earl and give them a number. And uh, and all our backstage passes said I'm with Earl. <laughs> it's, uh, it was just a fun project, and it just was uh, one of those things where creativity overtook. Uh, this is Angelo. Any any uh, other thoughts of any? Hello, Angelo. I am Angelo. Angelo. He's great. He brings, but but it, was, it was just one of those things, you know. A lot of records that I've made over the years, uh, some of the best ones were the ones that just came about spontaneously and just for fun and this is one of those ones that just came about so I mixed it up and uh, we put it out and, and we play with Scott anytime we can of course he has a his power trio which is fantastic and he tours quite a bit I himself I Scott twanging and banging and had yeah. a great right. influence with Scott loud is good human being. so I got to see him um, my last show to see you guys at the BB King's 
for the uh, for the release party. And uh, Scott was there, and I think Kim was there too. Kim was there. Got that was a great show. With us. Um, we've done a number of dates with uh, Kim uh, this year. I get up and sort of join him and annoy everybody. How, how did the Shepherd's Pie come out the other day? Roger's got Roger's Rockin' Kitchen with Roger Earl of Foghat on Facebook. So you're, you're well, taking on the social media Well, thing. well uh, so, no, nobody died from eating it, so I guess it was all right. <laughs> and talk about, tell us about the Foghat Cellars wine. Where can the listeners get it? Is it on the website? Do you, uh, yeah, yeah, how uh, does that work? Foghat Cellars. Dot com. Uh, we have a 2012 Cabernet Sauvignon, 2013 Pinot Noir, 2014 Chardonnay. They're all delicious. Um, yes, uh, I have a large cellar actually. Very nice. I'm very pleased with that. That's one of the highlights of uh, making your own wine. <laughs> wrong with that. All right. So before I let you go. So what is what is something that you haven't done that you want to do? Autobiography, write a soundtrack, uh, hold on. jump uh, out of a plane. I, I, my youngest daughter's here. Okay, close your ears then. Close your ears. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you really want to do that? Oh, right. yeah. yeah, she's one of the few children that actually sort of obeys her father. Doesn't she disobeys her mother though? Okay. Yeah, so, uh, you know, mum's not Jessica. No, no, not Jessica. Okay. No, no Jessica's. Uh, yeah. She disobeys her mother as well. Okay. Actually, they, they, they work in the family business. They Excellent. help out. They're useful. Well, I, I work with they're not like, they're not like most young girls. They go, Daddy. Ah, oh, the handout. Uh, ah. No, they go to work. They actually do. They're useful. So that's just really nice. Well, you got Rose too, and Rose does a, a terrific oh, job. Oh, Rose. Yeah, you want to, you want to say Rose. anything? Hi, Rose. Hi, Rose. <laughs> what would we be without Rose? I'll tell you, Roseless. <laughs> Well, A, thank you, A, for your time. Thank you, Brian. I don't want to hold up on your food, dear sweetheart. Thank you, Linda. Linda's in the house. Have a great show. Come back and see us again. We're really looking forward to tonight. Um, It's a beautiful sounding room. Uh, We just did a quick uh, sound check with uh, Playful for the City and... um, What's his name, the guy in the studio? Peter. 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 Peter's great. He's awesome. Great. He knows what he's doing. We actually sounded good. Brian, thank you for your time. Love, I love uh, Earl and the Agitators, and I hope you guys follow up and have a few more drinks and come up with something else. We got to get Scott up here and Tony up here. That would be yeah, fun. Yeah, that would be fun. That would be really fun. I don't know, but they won't pay us any money. Well, you know, they can feed them good. The food's good. Well, go. yeah, but you know, you can, you can, Scott could probably get a burger down in Nashville. Oh, no, we gotta come to Daryl's house. Gotta come to Daryl's house. Roger Earl, Ryan Bassett. Podcast, support these great guys, catch them on tour, buy their music, they're on all the social media outlets, Rockin' Kitchen with Roger. So you cook, you drink, you play. I, I also have a, a vegetable garden, but it's, well, it's not a vegetable garden at the moment. It's all dead. We've eaten it all. Actually, we had deer in our garden for oh, the first time. Long Island deer. Yeah. Wow. They, they all my small tomatoes. They were chewing up the peppers. And the reason I know they were deer is because I trod in their shit. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for your time, my friend. Thank you. All right, my man. Thank you.